When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, got a new stand-up hour. September 28th, we're in Madison, Wisconsin. September 29th, we're in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. September 30th, Chicago Theater is sold out. October 1st, the Fillmore in Minneapolis. There's like five tickets left. Wisconsin, get the Tiki Wikis, the 28th and 29th. UK and Ireland, London, second show at Bloomsbury Theater, almost sold out. Ireland, Dublin Hall, we are adding a show. Tickets are on sale tomorrow or today check the website they might oh, actually, sorry they're on sale right now D- uh liberty hall in dublin second show added 10 p.m october 10th and then the next night in belfast october 11th at limelight all my other dates are up there christycomedy.com but wisconsin get your tickets uk and ireland get your tickets thank you Welcome to another episode of Chrissy Chaos. Today, we got a family friend. We got Mr. Mike Cannon from the um, Irish Goodbye podcast. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. No. We got Mike Cannon, dude. First of all, Mike Cannon, one of my closest friends in comedy for the longest. And here's how I describe Mike Cannon. Mike Cannon is one... This, he is the guy who I would say he is. he's ironic in the sense that... I would tell you that Mike Cannon is truly one of my most stable friends in a relationship. He's got one of the most stable relationships of, of anyone I've ever seen. Stable uh, father, great father, stable life, stable career, all stability. But on the same hand, he'd be I would be the least shocked to find out he committed suicide in front of his family. <laughs> and so uh, the same two things are true. Stability and absolute unpredictability. <laughs> and Dude, that's why I love him. It's so funny. The other day, I tried to talk about this on stage, but it was met with yeah. just utter disgust and yeah. horror. But I was talking about being so frustrated by my son that I wish I could kill myself temporarily in right. front of him just right. to like, right. just to teach him a lesson. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like, oh no, no. <laughs> yeah. Just like, like, just blow the back door off my head and yeah. let it, you know, they'd Dude, be like, next time, it's real. It's real. And people are like... Dude, <laughs> it is so funny to see your son because he's such a cute kid and he looks like exactly like you, like just a miniature version of you. And when I went to his birthday party um, a couple of weeks ago in the pool, I was like, this, like, you just know for a fact, like, this kid's gonna do mushrooms. This kid's, good, <laughs> yeah. he's gonna drink and drive. This, this kid, this kid is just gonna be fucking living on the river. <laughs> just like Mike Cannon. Dude, do you know what I really realized that? It was at his party and he did something that was so under the radar, but I really noticed it. He like went and leaned up against a tree, like trying to act all smooth and then like kind of like felt the tree and then yeah. just started feeling the tree for yeah. a minute and I was like, hell yeah, dude. You're yeah. going to love Molly. Dude, he loves fucking, <laughs> loves nature, dude. It's one of those things, too, because we had um, we had uh, um, Brendan Sagalow on, uh, your podcast partner, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he was just- He just sick. plummeted the numbers. Dude, just, <laughs> sit, just sinking into that side of the couch, just fucking yeah. laying there depressed. 
He probably became one of these pillows. He just yeah. like kind of flattens out and then becomes something else yeah, you can lay on. Just morphed into it. And then, and now, so now we're happy you're here because you're just sitting up straight and just giving us a good performance. <laughs> <laughs> so do, do you have a plan to teach your son about drugs? Is there a plan in place? The what? What age are you going to tell? I don't know. I'd like uh, I'd like for him to accomplish something first. Like, I think I, I think that's like the Kevin. Who is it? Kevin Smith. Is that the guy that does clerks? Yes. Yeah. Kevin Smith. Yep. He had a good point about that because he started smoking weed late and he was talking about how his kids like approach him and discuss it with him. And he's like, I don't know, man. Like, I had already made five movies by the time I started smoking weed. He's like, my brain was fully developed. Right. That's when I started right. doing it. And I started smoking weed in college and beyond. It's like, yeah, I'd prefer that. I don't think that's going to be the the path, but I would prefer that. Well, it's interesting because you, you know, you, when, when we first met, you know, we've known each other for what, 12 years now. We met in Harlem as white people. Yeah, do. Mocha Lounge. Uh, Mocha Lounge. Mocha Lounge, where we literally, I think, wasn't it like, didn't one of us just walk out? I did. Yeah, yeah. Mike just because walked Because they, they do this to uh, to performers, typically of the pale persuasion. And uh, they went up to me and were like, uh, you got to pay, yeah, so two drinks, what two drinks do you want? And I was like, oh no, I'm going on stage. And they're like, yeah, you got to get two drinks. Yeah, I was like, fucking scumbags. I was dude. like, I don't have money for two drinks. And you think that no. place is still open, Mocha Lounge? Yeah, should yeah. we go there? Yes. We should, dude, we should literally go back and just do a live pod from there. <laughs> <laughs> and just watch all these white incels yes. coming up into Harlem. Being like, I'm here for the podcast. Dude, that'd be a very interesting thing to pop into that type of open mic. Yeah. Film it. See how we do as competent professionals that get up in front of paying audiences. Yeah. And then just go back to that and have people share shake keys at us to get off stage dude well you know it's one of those things where i remember when we met you you know you were you were drinking now you're fully sober gay well uh, <laughs> no i'm alcohol sober i'm alcohol not fully, sober yeah but yeah still smoke weed but i remember like you know like drinking and partying and all that was like a part of like what we all used to do but i was very i was more conservative being like i'll drink a little bit but i was scared you know the the catholic upbringing the strict parents i was like i never want to do drugs i never want to do that but now and we've been talking about this a long time now i like genuinely i'm like why am am I not doing psychedelics? Why am I not doing mushrooms? Why am I not doing ayahuasca? Yeah. I don't want to do cocaine or ecstasy. Yeah. That has no interest to me. But why am I not doing natural stuff like ayahuasca and mushrooms? Like I watched Ron White on Joe Rogan the other day talk about his ayahuasca trip and he did it for like 10 days in a row and some like- Did he do Peru? He did the full- I think full, he did Peru. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And he was just like, I can't like, he was saying like how happy he was to finally do it after you know mm. his his success and he's older and his kids are grown he's like and he said he literally it it got him to quit alcohol he's like i yeah. don't drink anymore now because something unlocked in my brain and then something else closed yeah. so he was like i think it's a dis you're doing yourself a disservice with how ready and available ayahuasca is now to people to like society is like you should just see what it does to your mind. Because the thing about ayahuasca is even if you have a horrible trip, it always ends. And it teaches you something, even if you have a horrible trip. Yeah. Is you're confronting your demons that you've been suppressing for a really long time. Yeah. I, re I would recommend, the. you just made me think of why I like the idea of doing it as an adult. And it's because if you do mushrooms as a, tri as a kid, everything is already miraculous. Everything is already exciting. You're just kind of reinforcing your enthusiasm towards the world. But if you do it as an adult and your cynicism has been calcified and you're pissed off at the world and you can't believe how things are, and then you take this and you're like, I am a tree. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, it's like, holy shit, all this stuff. It, it takes you back to being a kid and reinstalls wonderment in your consciousness where it 
it, it is truly like it's been burned out by the world. Yeah. So it's like as a guy that has two, it has two and a half, three kids. Yeah. Like, well, you know, yeah, really four. For, four. Gigi yeah. Jerry's one of my children. <laughs> I have a fifty-seven-year-old child. Yeah. <laughs> she identifies as six. She's like, yeah. One of my kids is my cleaning lady. <laughs> but I think that's like that's the perfect time to do it. Like I. So I have, I've done like mushrooms in passing recently where it's like, you know, every once in a while when I can kind of get it in, I did it at Dead & Co, uh, Dead the, Co, the Grateful Dead with John okay. Mayer okay. at City Field, which I had an awesome time. But for the first hour, I was like white knuckling the entire experience. I was having a tough time. I got recognized a few times and I was just like yeah. flipping out. I couldn't handle it. Yeah. Um, and then I'm like, I'm just like battling demons and problems and being not nice to myself and then they all of a sudden played hey jude which was the song my son was born to and i just and i'm there with nicole it's our first concert since our son was born and i just start hysterically crying (laughs) like like weeping to the point where the guy next to us who's like dressed like he just played 18 holes and drinking beers and having a great time like looked over (laughs) kind of was like oh this guy's going through it and then just rainbows shot out of my heart and for the next two and a half hours I felt a euphoria that you can't buy like it was unbelievable no matter what you cannot get that without the help of that substance I mean I haven't I I haven't I'm, I have a really difficult time letting go and allowing myself to feel good because I have a lot of really negative thoughts and, and just like guilt towards being okay right. <laughs> like, yeah. I guess yeah. uh, I don't know if that makes sense like I just don't feel I don't feel worthy of feeling good yeah you know and you but, shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> honestly I don't think anybody should yeah. but but mushrooms helps you kind of get yep. to that place where you like can shake that shit off for a few hours and then it also kind of extends past that you know it's interesting because I think today's society for some reason it makes us feel maybe it's the media maybe it's social media it makes it feel like whatever your circumstances if you're doing okay if you have money if you have a that like there must be something wrong there must be something you need to repent for well you will go help go help starving kids in another country then or (laughs) go where it's not enough to just be like hey i'm i'm okay i'm actually just okay and like you're only going to go around this planet once i we talked about this on the chrissy chaos i forgot who said it was like you know you we're pretty much just like renting our time on this planet Mm -hmm. so it's like just if you're feeling okay for a lot of days in a row, like why should why should you feel any different other yeah. than okay? But I feel like society now puts pressure to be like, no, but it's not okay, right? Like how could everything be okay? Every, every time you put on the TV, it's like this is the worst time to be alive. There's war, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's famine. Everybody's, you know, got a problem. And it's like, yeah, but maybe not in my life. Isn't that funny? It's like, this is the worst time to be alive. And then a commercial for like DoorDash, order a blowjob on demand. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. This is fucking insane. Have you guys seen What's this? this? Here comes the shroom. Booze traded for psychedelics at weddings. So yeah. what does this mean? It's like trendy now to not have an open bar, but to have shrooms for the yeah. guests. I'm ki- I'm kind of against this. Why? I, I, I'm ki- because the socialization of psychedelics is kind of against the entire point. Is the whole point is to is to be explore explorational is to try to find out like what's going on, learning learning about yourself, facing trauma. I don't want to be like doing the electric slide next to my grandma <laughs> while also then just kind of venturing out into the universe. Do you do you do you feel that? Do you remember the first time you ever did mushrooms? How old yeah. were you and where were you? Uh, I was. It was post college. I was in the Hamptons. 
it's weird. I, I actually just talked about this for the first time recently to somebody because we well, me and it wasn't my, recorded. No, it, it was not. It was not, and certainly wasn't being listened to by many people. It was true. It was your son. <laughs> you just talking about the first time you did mushrooms. Like, let me he's tell like, you, yeah, he's eating his boogers. <laughs> I um, me and my buddies, well, and and Nicole and our wives and stuff, we would get a house at the Hamptons every Labor Day. So like okay. a house that had like ten bedrooms, yes, yeah, and we'd all rent it together, like twenty of us or whatever, and just have a great. Mike, it was probably homeless pimps family home. <laughs> yeah. He had he had a house. Yeah, yeah. So I the first time I did them, like everybody else, I was really scared. Like I was genuinely nervous. Sure, Didn't know what to expect. I thought you kind of just enter enter another portal and you have yeah. no connection to your body. Body yeah. or like ability to survive or protect right. yourself. So I'm like really reluctant going into it, but we did it at the right hour, which I always recommend taking it at like four to 5 PM during the day. But okay. then while you can watch the transition of day to night, and then the trip takes you from all the wow. way in tonight. Okay. Because by the time it got tonight, I was laying on their third floor sun deck looking up at the stars and the stars started electric gridding. So like, like almost like neon bar signs were connecting all of the stars causing like, like almost like, um, sacred geometry fractals, like all these different shapes opening up, expanding, showing depth of field, like right. really in my mind, showing us that there's like a lot more to this than what we're currently experiencing at face value that if you kind of just zoom out this entire thing is very unimportant and right. we're putting a lot of stress and pressure on ourselves for very little reason right and it was like mind change mind-blowing because i had all these friends die i had my parents break up i had my grandpa die my dog die like all of these kind of cyn cynical events or, or events that cause cynicism and I like when, you know, I no longer believe in God, fuck God, fuck this world, fuck this shit. Then I took mushrooms and it just completely redefined my idea of what spirituality is or what my connectivity to other people is, to this world is, to everything. Right. And it allowed me to at least be slightly optimistic and know that that stuff is, is out there. Like that way of thinking is possible. Yeah, I think that you, I think everybody who I speak to or listen to that's taken some type of psychedelic whether it be mushrooms or some type of psilocybin or ayahuasca it says the same thing that like they're all connected like we're all connected like you are the tree you are the sky it's all yeah. it's all connected but me not taking psychedelics i can't i have no i'm like how the fuck is that possible <laughs> you know how can i be a cloud you jerk off like i get but i but i, I i'm at a it's interesting how like you get to a point where you know i just turned 38 a couple of days ago yeah um Happy and birthday. i feel thank you <laughs> and I, you know, now I'm the same age as my waist size. Uh, so, so, so I, I feel though, like I'm like, yeah, like if I, like I have, I almost feel like I have to do, it'd be a crime. I think if I didn't at least try. If you went your whole life without it. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. Like, I used to be like, well, you know, like, cause it, things are flipping in my head where it used to be like, well, I got to be a good father. So I can't do that. But it's like, no, I think I, I, because. Because I want to be a good father, I think I almost have to do it because I feel like my daughters and 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 stepson are growing up in a world where the, it's probably going to become more commonplace for them to do these things. Yeah. So it's like one of us, our, you know, parents should have an experience with it and be like, here's what to expect. By the yeah. time they're 18, I want to be a shaman. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just dressed in full robes. <laughs> yeah. The fucking tiger hat. I think you should do it with your dad. 
My dad I would wouldn't love do to it. I've, I've asked my father, like my father, as, as, as free and fun as my dad is and as conservative as my mom is, I'm realizing my dad actually has got a lot of things where he's a little conservative too with things like even like medications to help his knee like he won't do it so i'm like i'm like we should just do it though like i should I, there's a part of me that's like should i just dose my father should i just put <laughs> should i just get ayahuasca in some type of powder form and just put it put it in his colonoscopy juice and imagine he's getting colonoscopy on ayahuasca <laughs> oh, just like, the iv is yeah. just pure ayahuasca I'm like, <laughs> I, I know, I'm like how was your experience he goes i felt like i had a camera in my ass <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what i would say to that because i I, I actually credit it with making me a better dad and giving me like a deeper sense of empathy and appreciation do it as well or really more she young. has okay. but she doesn't like she doesn't ritualistically do it like mm. I do and probably thinks I'm somewhat of a quack for believing yeah. all that I do but she I like every time that I'm done I'm so uh, the the message is the same every every time you're incredibly lucky. I have the I have an amazing wife. I love her so much. I love my son so much. I do this as a job. Like you can yeah. get caught up and bogged down by all the specifics and career frustrations and why isn't it going this way or whatever, but the fact of the matter is I'm providing for a family doing this. Yeah. I you know, I have this ama I'm lucky in almost every facet of my life. So I just it cleans out my negativity a little bit and it allows you to approach your kids with that much more like enthusiasm well, and, and even excitement. That, not only are not only are you lucky in the in the career that you've you've had and, and, and your family and all that, but you know, when you start to do the numbers you're lucky just in the scope of the universe that you were born a human yeah. because yeah. Uh, you're, we are this close. Like whatever the DNA coding sequence is, zero, zero, one, one, zero. It's like a pig DNA. It's like just a couple of codes off. You could have been that. Yeah. But instead- And if you've seen my dad, that was even closer. Yeah, yeah your dad. <laughs> just a squealing Mick pig flying yeah, yeah. out of my mom's yeah, snatch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dad's just walking by with all his grandkids suckling at his nipples off the side. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, dude, I would I, not be surprised if my dad had nipples lining well, his entire dude, torso. Dude, it's so funny because your dad, your dad, as again, just looks like you, but just six three and fat, <laughs> and he's just sitting. He's just a fun guy. He's just there at at Mike's uh, son's birthday party, just shirt open, fat coming out. And then he just takes shirt off. He's like, "Who's going in?" And he just jumped into the pool with a plate of big ziti. Dude, how psyched is my dad that he is not the family embarrassment anymore? Yeah, like like <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's, somebody has jumped. Him, my my father-in-law has leapfrogged him yeah. in terms of like public event, family embarrassment. He's causing a scene. Dude, he, Mario is dressed like swimsuit Frank Rigatone. He's yeah. wearing an American flag swing uh, swimsuit. Yeah, he's like has a mini constitution. He's telling all the women about why Roe v. Wade is unconstitutional. Yeah. Yeah. Like all this insane shit. My dad's standing there like. Well, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was standing there eating a piece of pizza, like going to actually, like I had little pieces of pizza cut up to feed Violet and Mario walks up to me. He's like, what's up? Walking to the party and then elbows me in the chest. I was like, oh shit. He was like, yeah. I was like, woo. <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, it, um, so what we do on the show is we have a, a segment called I Am Poppy. Yeah. And we talk about, a lot of times we don't have fathers on, but we talk about different parenting strategies or different things that happened with my kid or your kid throughout the week. Okay. Last week, okay, we're sitting at in, I'm in bed, you know, I'm, I'm in bed just, you know, watching something on Benjamin Franklin and, <laughs> and, and I'm in bed and all of a sudden my daughter's, you know, one, 14 months old in a crib, yeah. like a regular crib. 
we hear loud. Th- she was crying. She's been crying going through sleep regression. Yeah. Which is when a baby's like 14, 15, 16 months, sometimes she was sleeping like a rock. We put her down at 8 p.m. She wakes up at 7 a.m. Like we were actually getting like gold and sleep, like fully functioning. Now she wakes up every 90 minutes. She's just oh, constantly good. waking up, hysterical crying. Like la- like even last night, I had to, you know, me and Jazz take turns. She gets her for a couple hours. I mean, it's mostly Jazz, but she, <laughs> you know. Isn't it because their brains are like processing like, a percentage more and it just like flickers them awake yeah, all the she, time. She, well well i think i think what happens is 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 to that and i think too she's just excited now that she's running around yeah, like the world yeah. she it's like she's on mushrooms it's yeah. genuinely like she's tripping the whole time and she's like why am i sleeping yeah it's fun when i when you put the lights on so so it's uh, fun when you put the lights on. So so literally we hear this loud thump. She crawled out of her, she climbed. We had no idea she could do this. Climbed out of a fucking tall like the crib was at the mattress was at the lowest it could be, the bar was at the highest it could be. She Holy crawled shit. in her fucking footsie pajamas that have grips on the bottom yeah. of them so she doesn't slip. I guess she used them like a spider monkey to climb <laughs> up out and then fell out of her crib from the t- from four feet in the air. Oh Slammed her God. head. Yeah, this is this is how we woke up to see her two days ago. She's oh. just, now she's coming out of her. So that so now we've made a toddler bed. But look right. at that crib. Imagine it the the gate all the way up, and she somehow climbed out of that, and she was laying on that carpet. She didn't lose consciousness when I you know we heard the thumb. She was like, "What I thought it was like a, a somebody broke in." So I was like, "Jazz, you got to go check that out." <laughs> <laughs> You just throw her the yeah, bat. Yeah. I was like, I have shows in San Francisco. I was like, genuinely, my career is like really starting to pop now. I can't be not yet. So, 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 so she, so, so she's like, no, it came from the baby's room. So then, of course, I was like, oh shit. So I yeah. go in there and I flick the light on, and she's like going like, owie, owie, and like crying and like running towards me. But she was up, she was alert. So we call the pediatrician at like this was like midnight. And, you know, we're asking all these questions. You know, they're robotically asking you questions. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, do you, you know, did, does the baby have a head injury? Is she bleeding? No. You know, does, is, is she conscious? We're like, yeah, she's like screaming into the phone. They're like, you know, um, was she wearing a helmet? I'm like, no, we, she's not evil Knievel. She was <laughs> sleeping in her crib. And, and, yeah. and so, and so. Did this start in Disney or is this a- Connected to Disney? Um, this was after Disney. Okay, okay. So yeah, I was still exhausted from Disney. Oh my so, god. So 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 we're back in New York though. This was the day after we got home. So they say you gotta take her to the ER. So we take her to the ER and you know, she's fine. Like she's genuinely fine. And then they she wouldn't like she kept squirming out of the emergency room. So I had to just let her be like, let me walk up or down the hallways. But like you're in an active ER, like yeah. people running by in stretchers. She runs into somebody's room because the doors are just open. Oh, she runs into somebody's room and it's a doctor telling this 19 year old girl, she's like, yeah, you have fibroids on your uterus and you probably can never have children. And then I swear to God, the girl puts her heads in, hands in uh, her head in her hands and is crying. And uh, uh, Violet comes in and she goes, because that's what she's doing. She's been doing, she's been trying to mimic Whitney Cummings. Ba, ba, ba. So she goes, ba, 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 ba. and then they're like, I'm like, I'm sorry. And then I take her out. Then Maybe while she's like, giving like an old Puerto Rican curse to get her to get pregnant. Like heals her womb. Then there was this kid sitting with his mom. There was this kid sitting with his mom. Uh, the mom was like, you know, like like Muslim, Muslim kid and Muslim mom's just sitting there. And the kid was like in so much pain. I don't know if he had like a 
kidney infection or something, but his mom just went and got him like a bag of Doritos and she's like opening up for him and giving to him and Violet runs up and puts her hand in the Doritos and knocks them all over the floor. And I was like, the mother was like, yella, yella, yella. And I'm like, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I'm so, 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 so sorry. I was like, this kid, I was like, you know, I didn't know like what to say. I was like, she's actually from Afghanistan. <laughs> we found her in a mountain. Yeah, I found her yeah, in the war. And so, so it was like this whole thing where I was like, but like, you know, the people were like, the, the emergency room was like, you know, the, baby, the baby's cute, the baby's fine. They looked in her eyes. She was fine. But it was one of those things where I was like, how the fuck did she get out of this crib? And now we, I've been debating, like with Jazz, I've been like, we, what we need to do is I don't want, I don't think she's ready for a toddler bed yet. She's mm. only 14 months old. Now she's going to come out of the room and fall down the stairs. Right. So we have her like encaged in. It's like, now it's like an office course. I'm out. There's a gate in her room. There's a gate in our room. There's a gate at the top of the stairs, which I guess is fine. But I'm like, why not? I was like, let's just put a tent over the crib where she can't climb out. Like put some type of device Oh, like one of these lights that homeless pimp has in the corner. Just put one of those over the top of the crib where she can't get out. And it's like been this thing, this like point of drama with me and Jazz where I'm like, not real drama, but I'm like, this is the way it should be. And she's right. like, no, I'm the mother. I'm telling you, she's ready for a toddler bed. And I'm like, she's going to fall out of the toddler bed. <laughs> the first night she had the toddler bed, she stood up on the toddler bed and went to take a step off and fell off the fucking toddler bed. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, she doesn't know. She's a fucking. <laughs> I really respect yeah. motherly intuition. I really do. Because yes. typically they are very correct. Yes. But there are times where they allow the confidence of being right a few times to cloud their overall judgment. Because Nicole will do something similar where she's like, I'm the mother. Yes. Like, it's in my DNA. I got this. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if he should be, like, wielding a knife. Yeah. Like, yeah. And she's like, it's good. He's good. And yeah. then I'll, like, cut off his knuckle. And I'm yeah. like, well, look at that. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's just what I think. I, I like the idea of all those gates, though, because if she does hop all of those, then just sign her up for American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Yeah, like, just, get just get her in the Olympics immediately. Well, now she there was a picture up uh, that, 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 that Pimple put up where there, we then, Jasmine posted a picture of, of Violet sleeping on the floor. <laughs> then we came in to check on her like two nights ago and she literally had gotten herself out of the toddler bed, cried. Because now, because it gets to a point where as a parent, you can't, you can't go to them every time they cry at night because right. they're just trying to get picked up. So that you'll be, you'll be stuck in this sleep cycle forever. Then, so we have to just let her cry it out. And now she just sleeps on the floor like she's like she's Mike Cannon's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the amount of pictures of me I have in that exact same position yeah. when I was drinking, just forehead to yeah, wood. That's funny. Like we should, we should post pictures. Is this my 15 month old baby or some Irish member of Mike's family? <laughs> <laughs> um, look at this. Speak, a Hooters waitress taken into custody for allegedly dipping hot wings in her vagina on and off her period to oh. blue customers. Yummy, yummy in my tummy. Um, she's At first, they're like, I asked for no blue cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I would not have an issue with this. And uh, the period is what throws me off. Yeah, that's right. Um, just because that is one way to get monkeypox. <laughs> I don't. I, I, if she was just dipping it in and out of her vagina, I mean, yes, I'd be upset, but I'd be like, I mean, I'll go back. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's got to suck for her, though. Could a hot wing in your vagina, yeah. that can't, dude, that her, can't feel good. Her pH balance is. <laughs> bananas I like know. she has the milkiest pap smear of all time <laughs> Yo, leche pap smear is leche <laughs> dude she I mean I mean 
But see, the, here's the thing. Is is do you go to you get? I guess you do go to jail for that. What's the difference though? What, okay, putting it in. What's the rule? Because yes, I guess because it's blood. But like, yeah. what about a hair in my food? Can I can I be like you're going to prison for a hair in my food? When it's, when I don't it's know. Voluntary. I think it's different. Well, well, this was done with malice. Yeah, I guess. I wonder oh, if you, I wonder yeah. if you were caught though, like for argument's sake, just trimming your hair and then sprinkling it on top of a salad. That's probably not grounds for jail. But that uh, involving blood is like that's that's like trying to cause bodily harm to somebody. That's fucking it's a nuts. feminist protest. I'm asking this question. I'm asking this. It's question. free bleeding on my wings. <laughs> I'm asking this question for a friend. If. If you invest in an investment property with a friend of yours, oh, and then no. they make any, and then and there's an illegal <laughs> apartment that they make in the basement, sure. And if that basement sets on fire and the people die, will you go to jail for murder for that? You're going to jail. You're going to jail for that 100. <laughs> percent No, you're good, dude. You're good. You're good. No, it's not me. It's my friend that told me to ask. Yeah. Oh, oh no, oh. your friend's good. My friend's good. So, <laughs> but what happens if they die of a fire in a legal apartment? In a legal. Like it's legal, like it's fully legal. It's just there's a fire and they die. Are you? Am I responsible for that? Uh, That's man. a great question. Like it just started because the people working there were lighting. You know, from what my friend said, they're just smoking cigarettes off of, off the stove, and it's they got oh. drunk and left. The, like it's <laughs> yeah, not I mean, my fault. No, 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 not my friend's <laughs> fault. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think you're in trouble. Yeah, but if the apartments, it depends if it's legal or illegal. If it's illegal, even if they fall down and break their ankle. Yeah. Like, I like, think you're better off asking somebody from Chinatown about this. Yeah. Because <laughs> the amount of tenement deaths that they've yeah. had to deal with over yeah. the years. Level with me. All right. We've all been in a situation at some point in our lives when we're a little tight on cash. Okay. Maybe you could only afford to put a few gallons of gas in your tank or you got another save the date or are wondering how you're going to afford a gift. That's where Dave can help. Okay, hindsight is twenty twenty, and you cannot change the past. But what if you could get a little help from your future self? Maybe you'd ask to borrow a little cash. Now you can with Dave. Thank you, Dave. You are the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy that wedding gift, or catch up on your bills. There is no interest in credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That is D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provider by Evolve, member FDIC. Yeah, well, my friend's got <laughs> my friend's got the properties in a, in you know not his name. So, well, that's great. It's under it's under Jasmine. Yeah. <laughs> it's under homeless pimp LLC. <laughs> now you just get a knock at a door at the door one day. You're like, what? You just go to jail anyway for the content. I'm like, dude, yeah. this is good Patreon. People <laughs> train me. Smuggle a camera. You wear a GoPro on your chest <laughs> as you're getting booked. Um, dude, in the speaking, shower. Speaking of prison, Hunter Biden, my fave. Dude, um, he's the man, dude. The literally the man. Um, I want uh, him to run. I, dude, Hunter Biden is. Uh, uh, it's just uh, show me a better presidential child. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. show me a better child of a president. It, there's, there's genuinely nobody. There's genuinely nobody as fun as as Hunter. Nobody's no. as fun as Hunter. No. So Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, who I would argue may be the most hateable face in the human race, yep. dude. 
Right? Yeah, just look. Everything about it sucks. Yeah. Like, for whatever reason, I never think of him as him. I always think of Jesse Eisenberg as yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. I thought you were going to say, I always think of him as her. <laughs> I mean, look at it. He is... He's going to transition. He, he's no, 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 an amorphous human. Yeah, he, yeah. he transcends gender. It doesn't... Yeah. He's like a create a player in PGA yes. golf. Yes. Like, look, look at it. He's like the most nothing face and body you've ever seen like in your life. Zero, like, there's zero that's interesting about him. Yeah. He's got no personality. He's just a full robot. The only thing interesting robot. about him is that it looks like his hair clicks onto his head. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't yes. it? Like, it looks like it just goes... <laughs> Vanity is off camera going, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it does look like his hair clicks onto his head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look at that. By the way, Hunter... Bi go up for a little bit. Hunter Biden... And Joe Biden used to be hot. Have you ever Yo, seen Joe, Bi Joe Biden Joe, was a handsome Joe guy. And now Hunter's like fully on crack. Do you know there's a, I don't know, uh, you are, I don't think you were working in the comedy cellar yet. The, one of the girls in the Hunter Biden photos, like video month, <laughs> used to come into the comedy cellar weekly. <laughs> she was one of Sherrod's gals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I yes. Bet, I yes. bet, I bet, I knew it. I mean, Sherrod 100% has access to like the Trump piss tape. Yeah. Like there's just something, he, Sherrod is interconnected in some real Sharon. nefarious so shit. <laughs> Dude, I mean, literally, he's awesome. And, and, and so Zuckerberg is saying that the FBI were the ones who, uh, uh, suppressed the Hunter Biden New York Post laptop story that that it's all it. no one was able I to think say, now say it was false. here's how you right, know so, it's so real it even and it may still be the media manipulating but even my mother um, who so, yeah. like believes I mean, I, I that like, like not not I, I a single Catholic sucks, priest though, molested a child? Like, she's like, <laughs> they, they wouldn't do that. Yeah, that's right? great. Like, it's all lies. That's great. She's like, yeah. I'm telling you, it's writing those stories. The Jews. <laughs> <laughs> so even my mother, who Catholic, they killed our Messiah, now yeah. they're trying to kill yeah. our priests. <laughs> like she believes the news. She grew up like the news tells the truth. But even even she mm -hmm. is like, I don't. I don't believe the media anymore. I think she's told me she believes the FBI probably hid the story. Sure. She's like, I think there is a conspiracy all the way at the top. She's like, the COVID, she goes, now the monkeypox, none of it makes <laughs> sense that it's all happening back to back to back. Right. It doesn't make sense anymore. They're getting really, it's either they're getting lazy or we're getting better at kind of recognizing the patterns. I think it's probably a bit of both, but they are getting lazier with how they roll out the misinformation. <laughs> like, it's just such an onslaught that, I don't know, somebody like me who has gotten like, just news fatigue, basically, with Same. just getting beaten over the head with new information that kind of just completely, you know, contradicts with the other information. So I just like, I'm hands off. Yeah, I don't but want it, any more new info. It, and also, but like, what what was on the laptop that was like government involved, like just the nepotism stuff, like just because he got a job that he wasn't really deserving uh, of Hunter Biden stuff? Yeah. yeah like I think he is, did. I think because he did. politically, what does it have to do with anything yeah, besides like, the fact that he's his son? I thought he did a, a, a deal with China. Ukraine, right? Or something like that. Like that's why they're, we're giving all this aid to Ukraine. I, By the way, speaking of <laughs> why I saw a really funny thing um, in Disneyland, there was a guy 
in Disney, and we'll talk about it, wearing a shirt, and I fucking wish I got a picture of it, but it happened so quick, wearing a shirt with the full Russian flag. Wow. <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> that should be our new merch. <laughs> yeah. I just think, like, you know, and granted, all of that stuff sickens me, like people just getting unjust I'm work. I'm about blah, it. And it. It just really sickens me. <laughs> but, um, but nepotism has been around since the, the dawn be- of time. What, maybe? Any, let me tell you something. Anybody you've ever seen on TV that's famous for any reason probably is the result of nepotism somehow, some way. Or okay, got their re- brother a job on that fucking, on the, it's the lot. just what it is, you know? Like, like I, you know, like, I remember, like, having a conversation with my mom being like, I don't believe any of this stuff about Ellen. I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind, mom? Why do you believe these people? They're, so, okay, the New York Post... <laughs> The New York Post cited a purported email from Mm. Hunter Biden in August 2017 indicating he was receiving a $10 million annual fee from a Chinese billionaire for introductions alone, though it is unclear who was involved in the alleged instructions. I understand why this is a problem, but why is it a problem? Yeah, I mean, I get why it's a problem. I I mean, but... Well, they're saying because finders fees. If this came out during that last election, yeah. So I, I right because what Bill Maher was saying is that it's pretty clear, and Bill Maher, who, who's a, who's a Democrat, is saying it's he believes it's pretty clear that they suppressed the story to get rid of Trump. I think that I think that a lot. I think we can admit whether you liked Trump or not. I think you can't. There were definitely actions taken to get 100. him out of office. 100%. But this to me is like the OJ shit, right? right. Where they they did, the, the the evidence was there in front of them. They had the case. And OJ they was clearly innocent. They, yes, they could have won the case had they just gone through without trying to also then control everything, put certain things over here, put, you know, right. and like basically fuck up the entire, the entire case. This seemingly is the same thing where it's like, why doesn't any politician be like, of course, I got my loser kid a job. Yeah. That's what this is. Yeah. Like, like, that's exactly what has been happening for all of time. That's what that is. Yeah. Let's talk about what we're really talking about and, yeah. and let that go. It's like the fact that they're like, this is nothing and paying money to suppress the story makes that it sensationalizes the story and immediately makes it a bigger deal justifiably because it's like, why are you then covering it up? Why are you paying money for people not to find out about this. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. People, people who I think now, I think now what's actually going to become cool for politicians to do is to tell the truth and pull the curtain back because, we all, because we all know now for forever, forever history was like, oh, we just assume that, you know, all they were all philandering and they're all liars. But now it's like we, uh, we have like video evidence. Yeah, yeah. All, so now it's like if you go out there and you're like, yeah, this is what it is. This, this is the world. I think that actually would be better. I think you, the candidate who comes out and, on, and honestly tells the truth about what's going on will get my vote. And that's Ron DeSantis. <laughs> <laughs> he, just co- he just comes out and he's like, well, last night a group of men in black suits came to my home and showed me a bunch of pictures of naked children having sex. And they, bla- <laughs> and they attempted to blackmail me yeah. for my, for my well, lifelong no, cooperation. Goes out there, he, goes, he goes, listen, I'm going to be honest. I have had sex with children, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't vote for me. Because we I will lower have, taxes. <laughs> yeah. What did he say again about Fauci? DeSantis? Can we pull that up, please? Here's the thing. Go Google Ron DeSantis troll or something like that. Um, Literally, here's the thing about Ronnie D. Is is, the thing about DeSantis is, yes. Yes, he, he, he... 
Okay, hold, 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 just hold on one second. Just pause. Man, this is it. This is it. I'll tell you what. He just can't find a suit that fits. No, dude. He's just <laughs> he just can't. He's too big. He is the body of SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. So what DeSantis is, I know Governor of Florida, Republican. So I know already Florida Republican. Boo. But what what actually you know the COVID response in Florida? They actually for the for the population they had had the lowest amount of COVID deaths with the highest. Uh, with the at most at-risk population. So he was actually trying to do, even my dad, who doesn't like him, was like, he was actually trying to help with COVID. Um, yeah, well, he also understood that he lives in a place where everybody's outside. Yes. And, and the transmission rate is zero. And he was getting shit for knowing that. And it's like, well, that's not his problem if you have problems with yeah, him. Yeah, so he, so he is one of these politicians, like in a way, I guess, can be compared to Trump, but a real politician. So I think he's somebody who also kind of want to quote unquote drain the swamp, but is actually like a professional yeah. politician. I'm not, I don't know much about him. We'll wait to see. But I do think DeSantis, if the election was tomorrow, would probably be able to beat Joe Biden just because people are like not trusting of anyone. They're like, ah, well, DeSantis, at least he's younger. Yeah. Like, you know, that's what Yeah, it, yeah, he's young I, Trump. This, even though it was fucking hilarious, what we're about to play for you, did not need to be said. And I do think, even me, who <laughs> has a podcast called Chrissy Cass, I'm like, I prefer if my politicians just didn't kind of sound like my friends at the bar. Right. I prefer if my politicians didn't sound like they were at a Mets game. Yeah. If they could just, it's hilarious. Yeah. And I fucking love it, but I don't know you should be running the country. So Pimp, play this clip of what is one of the funniest things I've ever heard a politician say, but also don't say it. She's saying that his lockdowns didn't cause any permanent damage to any young kids. I got news for you, it did, and we are going to reap those rewards across the whole country for years and years and years because they treated kids so poorly. And I'm just sick of seeing him. I know he says he's going to retire. Like, Someone needs to grab that little elf and chuck him across the Potomac. <laughs> <laughs> grab that little elf and chuck him across the Potomac. The f here's what's beautiful. Here's what's beautiful about that statement, just for as, as two comics. What I think he did that was brilliant is he didn't just say, chuck that little guy and throw him across the river. He got specific. Yes. He called him an yeah, elf. Yeah. He said the Potomac. Yeah. Specificity is funny. <laughs> <laughs> and he got, he yeah. got specific. Yeah. And that's what made me laugh. But also, dude, you kind of just made me feel like, well, now I might not be able to vote for you. Because, like, what are you doing? It was good word economy, too. Because yeah. it wasn't like, kid, throw him across the Potomac into an alligator's mouth. Like, no, he no, didn't no. just keep it he running. Said, Take that little elf. And he didn't say throw. He said, chuck him across the Potomac. That's Which excellent. is just, it's, it's classic. Um, but, he, yeah, yeah. It's, it, there, it's an interesting point, though, because so much has been made. And this is like, this goes back to even pre-Obama, I guess. But I just remember this being a big Obama selling point of, like, he's a guy you could have a beer with. He's a guy you could have a beer with. It's like, I've never wanted to have an, a, a beer with a single elected official. Yeah. I don't think they should have time to have beers. If that's their life, then their life should be enslavement. Their yeah. life should be truly government enslavement. You chose it, motherfucker. You don't get to be on the cover of Rolling yeah, Stone dude. because you're a senator. Go to work, you fucking cocksucker. That, see, that's the thing about presidents is what I, what I miss is like, I want to just 
I want to find out years after their presidents they were doing hard things. Yeah. Like I want to just while they're president, I don't want to know anything about them at all. No. I want to just know what is what are my taxes? Are we safe? Are we not? All this. But I think now again with social media, it's like you know too much about everybody. Yeah. Where it's like I want like like a teacher. I don't think it's I think it's fine, but it's like I don't want my teachers to be my friends. It's like, no, dude, you're authority. I don't want to have beers with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to yeah. do that. I know it'd be I'll do that later when I get divorced. You know, yeah. you could help me through it, but I don't want I don't want you to like while I'm 18, be like, oh, that teacher's pretty cool, man. We had a beer together. It's like, no. No, and they're branding themselves like almost like they're in show business. It's yeah. weird. Like Joe Biden's trying to obviously do these like Hail Mary, debt forgiveness, whatever, before the midterms, before, you know, the 2024. And they like just, I guess, threw Kamala Harris into a volcano because she's <laughs> she's been absolutely MIA for months. And it's all because of his image. Like it's not helping him get reelected. Let's, uh, let's get rid of the stuff it's, that muddies his image. You know, it's a bummer. I thought as a kid, we'd have cooler villains. All these right. villains are like just ugly old people. I know it's kind Aside of. Aside from Elon, I guess he's like he's the closest yeah. to that guy from The Simpsons that Homer went to work for. Mr. Burns. <laughs> no, you? not Mr. Burns. The other one where he had to move to another town, and it was literally a super villain from a Bond movie. It was like <laughs> Scorpio or something. Dude, <laughs> I I think um I think yeah I think because now the villain it feels like now you know. You, you can't even tell like who the villains are and who aren't anymore. Like I'm like, I, 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 it's literally what, whatever, whatever me, what, whoever you follow on Twitter, then those you think th those are the villains. Like, right. every, like there's two sets of good guys and villains for everybody. Now it's like, yeah. we're so absolutely divided. Um, but I think the only thing that brings unity is this podcast. I and, agree. Yeah. Well, sure. because it's not it, it, Louis was, uh, did you listen to Louis on Rogan? Um, like just the clips. It was great. Well, so what was he, one he has thing this one really said. good, really good point about social media that also kind of then takes into, you know, it, it, it expands further, but it was about comedy and about how he's like, <coughs> he's like the people <coughs> that buy tickets, they've, they've invested to be a part of the, the experience. So they are a part of my writing process where I don't necessarily have to take their advice, but their expression, their reaction, whatever, they are a part of my process. So I then take that into consideration when I write, he's like anything outside of that people complaining on Twitter or, or Reddit or whatever about you. It's, like not only none of your business, but it's professional hunters. Like they are hunting to try to hurt. That's right. their whole thing. Right. And he's like, and they didn't pay to be a part of this. Right. So they're irrelevant. So checking in on them or yeah. even seeing what's going on in that world is super, it, it, it has nothing to do with you and it's fucking, it hurts your brain. Right. And the algorithm itself, once you then check in on that stuff, it sees what you're interested in and it continues to replay things that may hurt you just to feel. Right. So you're basically causing your own echo chamber of, of self-harm. Right. And so, I was like, man, that is such a great yeah. fucking point and something that I'm constantly trying to get away from because I find myself pulled 
to attempt to find negativity, to try to find like something, like a reason why I'm feeling confused yeah, no, or dude, hurt that, or whatever. So literally yesterday, yesterday I Googled Chris Stefano piece of shit question. <laughs> like, and, I just, and I just wanted to see like what, if anybody was saying anything. Yeah, and there yeah. were a few. Yeah. Um, but it, no, it's very, very interesting that I, and I've said this before on, on the pod, I've made a decision now to not, care about someone who I uh, to not care about someone's opinion yeah. whom I don't know yeah. like I would care about anyone in this room's opinion of me because we know each other but somebody saying something to me on social media I don't know them so yeah. I don't I'm not going to let what they think about me affect me same thing with even the presidents and politicians I don't know them right. so I'm like I don't know all I know is what's I've tried to make my world smaller I think you yeah. constantly hear on on TV Oh, big care about the problems all over the world. It's like that. No, 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 no. Small. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make the keep keep your life small, and then of course anybody that comes into your life, treat them with kindness, respect, sure. all that. If there's something you can do about it, do it. But it's like you kind of you kind of have to worry about you and your home first, yeah. because this is just the way it is. Like I, I feel. You know now. By the way, now you know we got we got Vanity uh, running the Twitter, and now we got a new guy, uh, Brian Morton's running the Instagram. So you guys can stop sending pictures of your feet, whatever. Vanity is not on the Instagram. Just send okay? him to I am Mike Gannon. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> just forward yeah. him on over. The only time Vanity responds is if you say something. DM and I don't like it, then I, I respond as me, but I tag it Venetia. I'll say, <laughs> I'll say, I do not appreciate that response. And you can go fuck yourself. That was a good bit. Venetia. <laughs> so, so, but, 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 but having Venetia handle the Twitter and having now Brian handle the Instagram, because the Instagram, when we couldn't get into the account, I didn't know my password. So now that we finally got in, we got in at the Billy Joel concert. We're literally watching icon <laughs> Billy Joel. Um, you know, he's on stage performing like one of my favorite songs and me and him are huddled over my phone trying to get the fucking password and Jasmine just sitting there being like, this is why I hate you. <laughs> and, I'm just, and I'm just like, no, I gotta get the password. And then we got the password and it was like euphoric. Like, because it was a weird, it, it actually it actually stopped me in my tracks. Yeah. How, how genuinely happy I got when Brian, like it, I honestly almost started to cry when Brian got my password to my Instagram because I was like, I am now free of this. Yeah. I'm free of this because I you you because here's the thing. As comics, we have to use it to promote. It's a thing. And I understand like a person who's not in entertainment, you know, you use it for the news, you're you're, you're with friends. But you know, when you have upward when you have thousands of followers, you have to understand how many people every day who you don't know can get into your life, get into your head. Our brains, the human brain is not designed for this. Yeah. It's not designed, it's overloading, overheating. So when I got out of it, I, like I've looked at my Instagram maybe twice since mm. Wednesday, where I would look at it twice every every 10 seconds. Yeah. Like constant, con now I'm still addicted to the phone of the algorithm, you know, of the, of like, you know, how we, what was that documentary where they talk about how they designed. Yeah, the buzz and like, oh, that's uh, fuck, I like, forget like what it's Vegas, called, but yes, like, yeah. Um, you know, social dilemma. Yeah, social yeah. dilemma on yeah. how they design it like Vegas. Like it's all dope dopamine hits to go like this that's why instagram is a certain way and that, that's why zuckerberg is scum to me where yeah. it's like you are absolutely playing on whatever the addictive qualities of the human brain is and you have to start to ask yourself like how much money is enough money sure like i feel even at my level i'm not even fucking close to even people in our business are 10 times as much as me but i even feel at my level this is enough like sure. I, I have a friend 
um, who's from the UK. Well, my friend's, my friend's, uh, it's my friend's girlfriend who's from the UK. And she was saying that it's a very American attitude to always want more, 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 more. She's from uh, Belfast, Ireland, yeah. and she, Northern Ireland, sorry. And she was saying that, because, you know, my show in London, so by the way, bomb. thank you to the fans, show in London sold out, show in Dublin, Ireland sold out. So we well, oh, might- Pip, Pip. Pip, thank you. So we might, <laughs> thank you. So we, we're, we're thinking about adding more, but I appreciate all the, all the, all the chaotics and Puerto Ricans who are coming out to the UK uh, to, to watch me. Um, Dude, how funny is it going to be for you to meet your first Puerto Rican with a British accent? I know. <laughs> oh, dude, I think my head you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, gotta film that. Do you like some adobo? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but what I was saying to her was, you know, I saw her yesterday and I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, you know, show sold out in, in London and Dublin. I was like, you know, we'll probably add them. And her, like, very initial, like, not even being catty, she was like, why? Why would you add? And I was like, well, to, you know, make more money, do more shows. She's like, why don't you just enjoy the sellout? And I was like, yeah, I could do that. But then what am I going to do? Like, just have dinner after the show and sit there? I should be doing more shows. She's like, no, you should have dinner and enjoy you, you, you wanted to sell out, you sold out. So why are you adding more pressure? Now, she's like, the thing you just got out of, you're just now putting yourself right back into. Yeah, yeah. Why would you do yeah. that? And I was like, because it's fucking America. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I'm a drug addict lady. <laughs> yeah. Because Hunter Biden's my president. <laughs> and, and, but it is interesting where I, I, at first I got mad and I was like, fuck you. You don't know this. This is why I make money, motherfucker. Like, you know, I'm like, don't, don't do it like that. I'm like, easy E. <laughs> and, and, and so, and so, but then kind of as I sat with that for a little bit, I was like, we are absolutely, I, I don't know if it's, if it's being an American, I don't know if it's being an entertainment, I don't know if it's just being us in this hamster wheel mm. of more, 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 where I think people in other countries like the United Kingdom, there are certainly members of the society that act like that. But for the most part, it's not like you don't have to have the biggest yard. You don't have to have the biggest boat. That's You don't have to have the biggest anything. Yeah. As a matter of fact, they're like, why? Like, we're all kind of in this together because they're fucking communists. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm kidding. But it's like, it is. there is something to that where like that kind of hit me in a real place where I was like, if you can just accept and have grateful for what you have as opposed to wanting what you don't have but being grateful for what you have, if you can lock that in, that'd be great. Oh, what, what's going on? Oh. Oh, it says, get stinker the car. Hold on. <laughs> hey, Chris, car on its way or looking at 1 p.m.? Hold on one second. Yeah, Let me now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Listen, we talk about it week after week. It is the service for me. If you're having anxiety, if you're going through some type of mental breakdown like I currently am right now with my earring and my shirt, it's obvious. I'm buying Cuban link chains off Amazon because I don't care. BetterHelp is the only thing that has helped me. I speak to a counselor, certified counselor, once a week from the privacy of my own home. I'm usually wearing this earring, this shirt, and I'm butt naked. I keep the camera off. The therapist keeps their camera off, and we just talk and we conversate. Everybody is going through a little bit of something right now, okay? It's just what it is. You don't have to feel ashamed. And it's also a lot to get out there and go into a therapist's office. I don't want to do any of that. I like BetterHelp because... It just, 
literally I can do it from the comfort of my own home and I, I can get booked with a therapist or with a counselor in under 48 hours. So if I really have a problem, it's not like I got to wait a week or two weeks. I can talk to someone immediately. So I appreciate it. They've helped me and that's why I'm trying to give it out to you guys to hopefully help you. And always, as, as always listening to this podcast, you get a sweet discount. If you go to BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com slash chaos, you're going to get 10% off your first month. Okay, that's BetterHelp.com slash chaos. Get 10% off your first month when you want to be a better problem solver. Therapy can get you there. And trust me, I got a lot of problems. All right, me undies. If you know me, you know that I like to stay bucky ass naked. I like to stay bucky ass naked when I'm in the house, except when I have a fresh pair of me undies. Then I like to put them right up on my nutsack because it feels so good. I love me undies. They got the softest fabrics you're ever going to put on your body, okay? They're soft. You thought I was soft? No, me undies is soft, okay? It's unbelievable. I sit on my couch all day and I just live my comfiest life while my family walks around awkwardly and I'm saying I'm not moving because my nutsack is nestled beautifully in me undies, okay? And me undies, we have a great offer for the listeners right now. For any first time purchasers, you're going to get 20% off plus free shippings and returns. All you got to do is go to meundies.com slash chaos that's meundies.com slash chaos 20% off your first order and a hundred and free shipping and a hundred percent satisfaction guaranteed plus enjoy up to 30% off virtually everything we make free shipping returns on every order early access to new launches and exclusive members only sales when you join the meundies membership at the go get a monthly subscription to meundies just like I have it and it is awesome baby I'm telling you your your genitals will thank you Hey, can you hear us? Hello? Yeah, can you hear hey. me? Yes, what's your name? I'm Alexis. Hey, Alexis, you're here. You got me, Chris Stafford on. This is Elliot Page. Hi. Oh my God, this is the coolest ever. Where are you calling us from? I'm currently living in Florida, but I'm a New Yorker originally. I've been in Florida for like two years. What do you think of Ron DeSantis? <laughs> I'm not answering that in public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she loves him. That's what. Right, now, are you Puerto Rican? I'm Honduran. So Whoa. I'm half, half Hispanic, half white. My dad's a white New Yorker. My mom's Hispanic. Oh, my God. A little Honduran cutie. That's, that's a mainland Puerto Rican. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Do they have ayahuasca in Honduras? I don't know. My mom wouldn't answer that, though, if I asked her. She'd be like, that is of the devil. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I, see, I feel like. Do you want to do ayahuasca? Do you want to experiment with psychedelics? No, I don't. I'm nervous. I don't think so. See, I was nervous about it too, but now, and I, you know me, Chrissy Anxieties, I'm feeling like I really, really, really want to do psychedelics. Not crack or anything. Maybe crack, but <laughs> definitely psychedelics. No, I, I, would, I definitely would never do crack. That's that's too scary. What about if you could do it with T.T. Jerry? Probably yes. Probably yes. yes. I would but try I crack one time. I would do for T.T. Jerry what T.T. Jerry would do for me. You know? They're beautiful. <laughs> Let me tell you something. What do you think for the fans, do you think if we raffled off a chance to smoke, hit a crack pipe with T.T. Jerry, it would go far? I I think you guys, if you like did like a charity thing with that, oh my God, you'd make so yes. much money. Would you Would you enter a chance in to, to, to get involved? It, and for charity, yes, I would. Yes, I, I would do we should do that. We should do a thing where you get a chance to hit the crack pipe with T.T. Jerry, who's off parole, can legally smoke crack now, and then donate all the money to like a children's hospital. Or maybe instead That's of her beautiful. using... 
instead of her using we have her coach you. Yeah. Yes, coach me on how to smoke crack properly. I'll smoke the crack. crack Jerry, uh, the, because Jerry if you're going to do it, me. you should know how to do it the right way. <laughs> you should know how to do it the right way. What do you do for work? I am I do finance. for. I work for my fiance's company, and I do his bookkeeping. Nice. Ugh. Is that how you yep. met? Is that how you met? Was it an unfair no, power dynamic? No, all the way around. All the way around. Does your fiance nice. hate that you listen to this podcast? Uh, no, he's been super excited for me all day. I like oh, wow. screaming. Yeah. Not, is, he, is he at work? He's he's around here. So I'm going to go find them. Yeah, he's go so find funny. this finance, bro. Are you safe? He's probably jerking <laughs> off to Bitcoin right now. Where is he? Where is he? <laughs> he's just there he doge. Is. Hey, look at him. Here, buddy. Say hi. Hello. Hey, what's up, brother? I what's heard up, you're in dude? finance. He he owns the company and I do the finance for the company. Oh, you do ah. the finance for the company. Oh, yes. okay. What's the company? It's a drone business. So he Whoa, flies drones. drone. I didn't know we had a fucking Russian spy. <laughs> Chinese. 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 Oh, Chinese. Nice, dude. Who do you got in the Great War? Do you got Russia or Ukraine? Who do you think is going to pull it out? Russia or Ukraine, Andrew? Uh, Ukraine's resolved. They've got more to lose. Yeah, nice. I think, yeah, Ukraine, the porcupine, they call that country. They're very tough to roll over. But I think Russia in a nail-biter. No, Russia, yeah. yeah. Russia's got the manpower advantage, right? They, they do. The Russia has the yeah. <laughs> They can throw more at it. Yes. <laughs> what? Oh, yes. Okay, so Venetia is now off to the side saying we need to wrap it up. Wrapping it up. <laughs> wrapping now, it do up. Do you guys have kids? Speaking of wrapping it up? Not, not yet. We're not give worth it three years. Give it three years, two years. Give it <laughs> one year. Two years, yeah. No, three years, the baby will be born. Yeah, two yes. years to get pregnant. Nice. Well, I've got my fun. I mean, Anxiety Tuesday hat on. Whoa, love it. Powder blue. Um, Your hat matches Pimp's pants. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Perfect. Well, that's amazing. Thank you so much for, for being a fan. Thank you for making drones. It's what we need right now. Yeah. Um, what, what part of Florida do you live in? Naples, Florida. Okay, Nipples, Florida. When we come down there, um, you're going to come to a show and we're going to get Venetia to store your information. We're going to give you a free ticky wiki to the show. Oh my God, that would be the best day ever. Thank you all guys right. so much. You guys, my favorite podcast. I listen to it all Thank the time. Thank you so much. Ha keep having uh, protected sex for the next two years. We'll, we'll do that. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. All right, let's do one more. That was so funny. Oh, two people already lined up. They're already in the waiting room. Okay, good. Let's do it. All right. Tampa Tony Socks is this guy's name. <laughs> oh, here it is. Yeah. What's up? Can What's you hear up? Me? Yeah, I got you. Can you hear me? What's up, man? It's nice to have Andrew Tate on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> four girls. I got a four proof Bugatti. Yo, so, so your name is Tampa Tony Socks. Dude. I fucking, the last time you did a live, I forgot I changed it. And then I did a Zoom for work. And guys are like, what the fuck is your name? <laughs> Wait, what? Where are you from? I'm from Boston. Oh, I'm from Boston. You sound like the commercial. I'm from Boston. I'm from fucking Boston. <laughs> Dude, I'm coming I up to, uh, I'll be in Providence on Thursday, but it's a college show at Johnson and Johnson. I almost said Johnson and Johnson University. <laughs> Johnson and Wales. Won't get the jab. Um, Dude, what do you do for work? Uh, what do you think? I'm a, I'm a cop. Contractor? Cop. What are you? A police officer. Whoa, oh, you're I knew a cop. It. Dude, you so, sound like... Are you calling us from the job right now? I mean, maybe. No, I'm in my driveway. <laughs> this guy's <laughs> going undercover. <laughs> I just left the gym. I, I got to get, gotta get some golf in today before in the In the movie The Departed, are you Mark <laughs> Wahlberg or are you Matt Damon? 
I would say Mark Wahlberg, but I, I don't have abs. I'm a little flabby and I got puffy nipples like you. So definitely Dude, not Isn't puffy nipples the worst? <laughs> I don't know if it's like, cause I'm Mediterranean, like Italian or if it's the Ooh. pro hormones I took in high school. Venetia just uh, flipped yeah. your hair. When you said Mediterranean, <laughs> Venetia went like this. <laughs> Venetia so, just started making yogurt. <laughs> I thought I smelled grape leaves. <laughs> I fucking um, hate, I hate grape leaves. I'm sorry, V. Are you Greek? No, I'm Italian. Oh, Italian. Okay. Mediterranean. Okay. So, Mediterranean is like, yeah. So I drove up to New York. Usually you think of Greeks and sea bass. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I was the jerk off sitting in the front row at the uh, communion chains. Oh, you what? Wait, at what show? Special Weshy. Oh, it's yo, you came uh, to Special Weshy. I had the I had the communion chains on. Dude, I remember you, man. That's so, fucking awesome. How that so, show sucked, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking well, hated I, my performance that night. You know what sucks? I went with my ex. She's my ex now, so I can't even watch this stupid fucking thing anymore. Oh, <laughs> your heart, it, it just breaks, it your, breaks heart. your heart to see her? <laughs> so I did some research because the last time I saw you, you asked me about um, Native Americans, and I right. said Inuits were a tribe. Right. You made fun of me that those are fucking Eskimos. So <laughs> it's only right. We do a this guy has been hanging dude, on. Let me tell you something, <laughs> dude. Let me tell you something. What I'm feeling in my bones right now. I'm feeling I, that we're we're about to record a suicide. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> they are trying, dude. I love I love these Chrissy memories. He's like, I was front row at your special kid, and yeah. this other right. thing you said years ago really stuck with me, and I've been struggling with it. <laughs> I have. So what what do you have to say about Inuits and Eskimos? So we can do a little Christy the Stefano if you'd like. Let's do and it, it dude. Applies, and it applies to Staten Island. Let's do it. Wait, what'd you All say? Right. It applies to uh, Staten Island here. Okay, let's do it. All right. We can play that. What, what do you do, though? Who am I when we start giving facts and you got to guess who it is? Let's do who, who am I, yeah. All right, all right. Oh, this starts off pretty bad. I'm going to read the bio here, but this already sounds horrible. They first saw a white man. The white man, it actually says, around fifteen hundred AD. <laughs> First sighted by the guy behind the bridge, Giovanni Verrazano, in fifteen twenty four. Lenape, you're so smart, dude. Is it the Lenape? <laughs> you're so fucking good. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> this is why this kid does what he does. I knew it. This is why New York's better than Boston. <laughs> when are you coming back to Boston? I'm going to probably come back. Um, I don't know, actually. Maybe in the wintertime, yeah. come back. Oh, Will you get Tiki Wikis again? I got all new material now that you've heard on podcasts. Yeah, I've probably heard it all, but I'm in. <laughs> yeah, but you've heard it. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Do you give a shit? Like, if you came out, oh, you know, it won't fuck. be the material from the special, but... I don't give a fuck. You don't I'm give a fuck, right? That. You just no. want to come hang I'm out. Gonna, well, when you I'm deliver it some... for stage, it's different, it's different. and punchier. I'll bring some uh, peanut butter bombs over there for you. Yeah, and bring another one of your ex-girlfriends. <laughs> Dude, imagine uh, the, the name her. Red Sox derives from Native Americans' feet in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, go have a good shift today. Keep protecting the city of Boston as the police officers have always done. All right, I'm going to go hit the golf course. I banged out today, actually. <laughs> All right, I'll see you later, bro. <laughs> Puppy nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that guy's accent was the shit. That was the best. Carrie Helm. All right. Here we go. Can you hear us? Hi. Hey, how are you? Welcome to the Chrissy Chaos Podcast. What's your name? I'm Carrie. 
Hey, Carrie, where are you calling from? So I, I live in Jacksonville, Florida now. I'm on break. I'm in my Jeep. <laughs> nice. Jacksonville, Florida is uh, not fun, right? Um, I mean, I live by the beach, so it's all right. But I'm waiting for you to come here. To Jacksonville? I actually yeah. would like to come to Jacksonville. You know that Jacksonville is one of the biggest, I think it's one of the <laughs> biggest cities uh, geographically in the country. This is it's huge. This is why you're such a success is that you start off being like Jacksonville sucks, right? She's like, that's, nah, you know, I live right near the beach. You're like, I can't wait to be in Jacksonville. <laughs> it's politician shit, right? <laughs> just, I can tell you the, what part to stay the, away from. <laughs> yeah. The demeanor can, never changes. You just, in the same cadence, you just change the tone. <laughs> All right, Jacksonville, Florida. So what, where, what you said, you said you work as a, in a doctor's office. What do you do? Oh, <laughs> I work in an attorney's office. Oh, close. Yeah. Close. Anybody, uh, what's any, you ever have a client come in like f and go crazy in the office? Uh, no, we don't deal with clients only over the phone. So that's good. Um, do you, uh, do you have a, a life partner? No, I'm single. Whoa. The guy who Help was me on. Help me out. Help me out. Yes. Well, the guy who was on before, uh, he's a cop from Boston. He's single too. He has puffy nipples. Are, are you into that? Wow. <laughs> I mean, no, not really. <laughs> well, I'm All sorry. Right. <laughs> I didn't know Jacksonville was a bunch of snooty bitches. <laughs> Do you know what would be a, a good Patreon idea is the bachelorette Chrissy chaos and have one of your Patreon members be the bachelorette and then have other people vie for their. Pimp, I think road. had an idea with TT where he yeah. was like, make TT yeah. the bachelorette. That's a good idea. Yeah, we have to. Let me ask you a question, babe. Would you, if we did a, a raffle, to get a chance to hit the crack pipe with T.T. Jerry, would you enter into that? Oh, me? Yeah, to just smoke <laughs> one hit of crack. That's all. Just one. Yeah, sure. Don't tell my job, though. <laughs> no, we wouldn't tell him. He'd be a client. A little sip of crack. Um, so what's what's the plan for the day? What, what are you going to do today in Jacksonville? Well, I'm originally from Carteret, New Jersey. So I'm a Jersey girl. born. And Why'd raised. you move to Jacksonville then? Um, Family. You know, they retired and came down, so it's gorgeous here. It is. It is. Oh, you have don't a question for me? What's your question right. for me? Um, I have a would you rather. Oh, nice. yes, I love a would you rather. <laughs> Go too. ahead. Would you rather wear stilettos to every show the rest of your life? You have to wear them every time you go on stage. Okay. Or be trapped in a room for 24 hours with the song Tiny Bubbles playing with actual bubbles blowing the whole time. I'd rather wear stilettos for the rest <laughs> of my life because I was going to do that anyway. <laughs> so I would say stilettos. What would you do, Mike? Uh, yeah, I mean, first of all, your ass and thighs and stilettos would be like true minotaur shit. Like that would be <laughs> yeah. that would be outstanding. <laughs> yeah. um, and similar for me is I've been looking to kind of take my career to the next level. So I'd like to wear some six stilettos. inch heels. Yep. What about you? What would you rather do? Um, stilettos. Hello. 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 Yeah. Um, I no. Could I ever, could I convince you instead of me going to Jacksonville, you to just come back to Carteret, New Jersey and just get the fuck out of Jacksonville? Uh, I'll be back in Jersey, Carteret in two weeks. So I have a show in Montclair, New Jersey in October, if you want to come up for that. 
You fly me in? <laughs> Come through. Bring a pumpkin spice latte. I mean, what are you guys doing in Jacksonville in October? The Jaguars will be losing. <laughs> Their season I'm a Jets fan. I'm a Jets fan. Are you a Jets fan? Oh, oh. my God. Wait, I'm a diehard Mets fan, and I want to know what Pete Alonso smells like. Um, Let me tell you something. First of all, Pete Alonzo last night smelled like my cum. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> just a chlorine. Um, um, so Pete Alonzo, let me tell you something about Pete Alonzo. First base for the New York Mets. One of the nicest people in life I've ever met. You would never in a million. He does not carry himself like a like one of the best first basemen in the league. Like he is so down to earth. So nice. So cool. Like you I bet you if you didn't know sports like he the 10th thing he told you about himself would be that he plays first base for the Mets. He's a he's he's such a humble, cool guy, which makes yeah. me think something horrible will happen to him in his career. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or he's hiding bodies. Yeah, he's hiding bodies. But yeah. honestly, Pete Alonzo, I got to be honest, man. I think he's one of the nicest, coolest guys I've ever met. I, I love Pete Alonzo. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. And he loves and he loves you, too. I hope so. And maybe, I love he's you. The guy, maybe he's the guy for you. Maybe I can convince Pete Alonzo to leave his wife and family and move to Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, we love when the people from Northern Florida call the show. Um, <laughs> shout out Jacksonville. Shout out Jaguar. Shout out Carteret. Shout out Stilettos. And really, yeah. thank you so much for the support. Thank you for being a Puerto Rican. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Bye. -bye. There you have it, folks. Are we on this camera now? Yeah, there it is at patreon.com slash Christy comedy. The only way to get involved, to get on the show, all those people you saw, all Patreon members, go to patreon.com slash Christy comedy. We got, uh, I got, um, uh, do you know Adam Gilbert? Yeah. Adam Gilbert, he's, he's lived in Chicago. Now he moved to New York. Um, he's coming on. He's coming on the pod. So we're we're nice. we're, we're Ubering him in. Um, and uh, so that what that was that alarm was. But dude, um, we do every segment. Another segment on the show is you know we talk about history. So we do the Chris Reed Stefano segment. And homeless pimp has found a wild history video that he wanted to bring to the show. So what is this pimp? So this is like a throwback World War II bunker trick. That killed a lot of people. So this is like an enemy soldier coming to throw a grenade through the air vent to blow up what's inside the bunker. Okay. And this is like a little trick. They this had is what they would do very, if this happened. Very home alone energy. Okay. I thought that I that literally looks like, I thought it was like a turtle. Like I thought it was like a bath bomb <laughs> turtle for like a child and it's a full grenade. Go ahead. It looks grenades like a, were so cute in World War II. It looks II. like a drink from New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So here's, here, here's the World War II Chris Reed Stefano segment trick. Don't try this at home. Oh, shit. So you throw a grenade thinking it was going to go in an enemy bunker, and it shoots right at your feet. Oh, that's great. That oh, so you're saying that like, an enemy would do that. The enemy would sneak up. And, and then that soldier would just blow up, <laughs> blow themselves up. What an asshole. So Could they would have dummy fans. dick you must feel like as you're just shivering there alone with half your body on the other side of the... Like half your body a, a mile away. And you're Dude. like, what an asshole I am. You look down and it looks like your shins have been through a paper shredder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then like your family, like, you know, your wife's like, well, how'd he die? And, you know, you want it to be like some heroic thing. You're like, he blew himself up with the enemy bunker trick. <laughs> with the old enemy bunker trick. <laughs> Kevin McAllister from the Allies. <laughs> My grandfather, who fought in World War II, told me um, that he witnessed um, 
a guy, a soldier, you know, I forgot what battle they were in. That's the thing. Like my grandfather had so, like he literally fought for three years in World War II, like probably was in like D-Day and all that. Mm -hmm. And I never would listen to him. I'm like, shut up, you old fuck. Buy me McDonald's, you know? Like, I want a McFlurry pussy. You know, like, like, I wish he was here to see you complain about Instagram. Oh my God, I know. The algorithm is making us nuts. And he's like, I fought Krauts on the beach. Yeah. Well, that's why I think like my, I remember my grandpa, like what 9-11 like happened. Like it was like, oh my God, calling. And you know, you know, nobody knew where my mom was and this whole thing. And then I remember finally getting in touch with him. In fact, hearing my mom, he's like, I'm like, he's like, no, I haven't heard from him. I'm like, oh my God, you think anything happened? He's like, uh, he's like, I mean, you know, yeah, the buildings, um, you know, it, it's, it's horrible what happened. He goes, I'm sure she's okay. And I was like, yeah, but she worked like on the 80th floor. He's like, she probably made it out. And then I was like, okay. And then I remember him just being like, like taking like a little bit, like a moment. And, you know, he's huge. We used to talk about baseball all the time. And he was like, do you know uh, what the Yankees did last night? And I was like, wait, what? What do you, what do you mean what the Yankees did last night? Because I think him fighting in World War II, living through JFK's assassination, like yeah. those people are like, yes, it's horrible. Anything that's horrible. But they're like, I also like my grandpa's probably like I also had a part in dropping a nuke on <laughs> right. Japan. Yeah. Like I also I murdered <laughs> it's like hundreds of thousands. Grand, grandpa, I don't know what the Yankees did, but I know Osama bin Laden hit back to back home runs this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> um, no. Um, okay. So this day, so that's actually a sick trick. By the way, let's do the World War. I want you guys to make videos and do that World War Two bunker trick at home. Uh, <laughs> Do with your kids. Uh, <laughs> use a live grenade. No, I was, I'm kidding. Um, this day in history, August 30th. Um, but wait, when is this? Oh, yeah, August 30th. Because uh, today's the 29th. Is it? Oh, yeah. And um, Oh, and it's 1229. Whoa. Hold on. Let me just see if Stinker got in the car. All right, he's in. Um, 1983, historic space flight by Guion S. Bluford. Uh, Jr. Bluford, that's U.S. The astronaut Giannis Bluford Jr. became on this day in 1983 the first African American to travel into space, serving as a mission specialist aboard the Shuttle Orbiter Challenge, and later flew on three other missions. Um, he's the first African American to go into space. Uh, second one was Kid Cudi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that got me so good, yeah, but it really um, did. Um, and then also this date in 1993, Late Show with David Letterman debuted on CBS. Letterman's previous show, Late Night with David Letterman, 82 to 93, it aired on NBC. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool that Letterman, uh, he let, dude, Letterman's been retired now for like eight years. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing how just everything goes like fucking that. Yeah. Like life, it, it's so... Like, I was in Disneyland now two weeks ago, and I remember being in Disneyland that morning, being like, how am I going to get through this fucking day? I have to go to Disneyland all day with the kids. They're screaming. They're crying. Who's got diarrhea? Who's yelling? You know, T.T. Uh, Jerry's in a bikini top with goofy hat with a goofy hat on. Like, I can't do this. What the Release fuck's going the on? Release the tapes. Every, I know. <laughs> Everybody's mad at me. My mother's rubbing sunblock on the back of my neck. I'm 37. Like, how am I going to get through this day? Then I have to do two shows. You know, like, what am I going to do? And, and I remember, like... I almost feel like I've been transported from that moment to now, and that was weeks ago. I remember in 2007 being like, how am I going to get through a graduate level doctorate physical therapy program? How? And I remember thinking like, get 2010, get to 2010. I remember like vividly being like, just get to 2010, it'll be over. And that that was 12 years ago. 
Like now, like it's just <laughs> it's like nuts. Dude, yeah, it's like it's just gonna you're gonna get transported to your death. And like that's as, what it's gonna be. As you, you know, get older, bed. as you get older, you feel like time passes quicker, right? Quicker, man. Especially yeah. having children. Yeah, quick. it goes so quick because every day is just like. Boom, boom, boom. Think of things to do with the kids. Boom, boom. And then you're like, it's over. Dude, and even being away for a weekend, like getting home yesterday from Chicago and seeing my son after three days, I'm like, you're bigger and doing different shit. Yeah. Like already. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. I didn't, dude, yesterday it was so funny. My, my my wife's cousin, one of her boyfriends came in. He's like a young kid dressed like Schultz. He has like bright colors on, like, yeah. you know, really feeling himself. He has fucking... Uh, like highlighter color Yeezys and he walks up to my kid and he's like what's up crew what's going on and crew looks at him and goes your shoes are horrible <laughs> <laughs> and I was like yes yes that's <laughs> he's got that cannon rage yeah dude I've never seen him have like such unearned disgust on his face but I was so proud it was amazing I fucking love it um dude do you know anything about Leonardo da Vinci I know everything about Da Vinci. Do you know seriously? No, no but I mean, I, <laughs> what do you know? I have read Da Vinci Code. I uh, I've read a, I've read a few of the uh, a few of the books, like his autobiography With picture Greek books. Pedophile Tom Hanks, <laughs> <laughs> dude. So Da Vinci, um, who's from uh, Vinci, Italy, mm. duh. Um, <laughs> that was awesome. That's how it's listed in the phone book. Yeah, <laughs> dude. That's the thing is, once you have kids, you can't not do dad jokes all yeah. the time. Um, so, um, um, so Da Vinci, you know, everybody knows about Leonardo Da Vinci, you know, he's Italian, all that shit, but the things that are wild about Leonardo Da Vinci, dude, the one, it, this literally made like the hair stand up on the back of my neck. Mm. So Da Vinci, everybody knew at the time he was like a savant. He probably was on the spectrum, like yeah, yeah. That, like hundred yeah. percent. He, Nothing, no doubt about it. hundred Most of the people who were famous back in the day, had autism. That's what it was. That currently, was a superpower. Currently still. Autism. Up to the 90s. People were like, that Jerry Seinfeld's funny. It's like, yeah, he's got burgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, when he's waiting in the green room, look at his notes, he's like this. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and dehumanizing every other young comedian yeah, around yeah. him. That's because so, of his spectrum. Yeah. So, so, um, so the thing is, is with Da Vinci, we'll read some fun facts, but the thing, again, that literally... He was an apprentice, okay? Oh, is, do we have the guy's name with the, with the, with the paint? Okay, so this guy, Veraccio, mm -hmm. who Leonardo da Vinci was an apprentice for, yeah. okay? He was an apprentice for. He literally um, uh, worked under him. And when you were an apprentice for in, 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 in this time, you know, you couldn't really do, like, I, I just tell you what to do. I'm the main painter. Mm. You're da Vinci, the apprentice. Just do what I tell you to do. Out of nowhere one day, Leonardo da Vinci's like, they're painting the, the the picture they were painting. Um, what was the name of it? Uh, um, Venetia, the Annunciation. So basically, what they were the the name of the painting was the Annunciation. Which basically, um, the the painting is the angel telling Mary, Mother of God, I'm about to impregnate you. Yeah, with this big old angel dick, <laughs> <laughs> this cock with wings. Yeah, uh, yeah, could you imagine? Like it's not an immaculate conception. It's like literally the angel came down and just hang Mary. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of, I think, yeah, in the yeah, darker yeah. side of that story. It yeah. sounds like she got raped and kept a secret. I know. <laughs> so, so, so what happened was, is she, is, 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 is the, the uh, he, Da Vinci asked the apprentice, Veracchio, can I paint the angel? I just want to paint the angel. And he was like, you know what? Sure. Paint the angel. Mm. At the time, the type of paint they used 
in, in that time was a certain type of, you know, whatever. Let's say acrylic. It wasn't acrylic, but whatever type of paint they used. Lead-based. Yeah. yeah Lead-based. Yeah. Well, no. Da Vinci, um, uh, uh, um, da Vinci used, yeah, it was lead-based, but da, uh, the, the Leonardo da Vinci used light brush strokes and no lead, mm. which was very, very weird because everybody was using lead at the time. It was just the common thing to do, but he decided just for this angel, just that part, to use no lead. Mm. And then 500 years later, when you x-ray that painting, the angel disappears under x-ray no in shit. the painting to, as if to say- they're what you've just been immaculately conceived. So they're yeah. like, how the fuck? <laughs> like, is that just random luck? Yeah, yeah. And now, and also, almost every Da Vinci painting that you look at has some kind of demon head in it. When looked at 3D, if you look at it and you and you turn it around with modern technology, oh. it's got some type of demon face in it. It's like it's, the face that flashes in The Exorcist yeah. every once in a while. It's oh, that's just, terrifying. So, so many people believe that, you know, they think like, you know, he's on Ancient Alien episodes. Like, was he an alien? Right, or, right. You know, because uh, a big part of his life is unaccounted for. Mm -hmm. Like, he's just unaccounted for. They don't know where he was. Yeah. Um, he had, you know, no real last name, which is like, you know, like, who is this guy? Right. Like, you know, um, left-handed, which it means he was gay. Um, <laughs> um, he, his sleep cycle, so he, so what we sleep is, I think it's called monophasic sleep, where we sleep like eight hours a day. He would take 20-minute naps every four hours for his life and huh. get years more of, yeah, slept 20 minutes at a time every four hours. He, in extreme form of polyphasic sleep, scheduled the Uberman, which is a little... Nazi-ish uh, <laughs> sleep cycle, which consists of twenty minute naps every four hours. Um, so he his sleep that's incredible mind control to be able to put yourself out that quickly for that little time and then just back out. Well, him. you know what I think a lot of these people who are famous now, who are famous back in history, I think what the simple thing that I think they do is they do these amazing feats of mental gymnastics like this yeah. to kind of prove to their bodies like. My body's not in charge. My mind is. Yeah, yeah. We don't. So many times we don't do something because we're like, oh, our body's tired. But it's it's not. It's your mind. But if you can go to these extremes and show your actually your body, like, no, no, my mind is the boss. Right, right. And that I think helps. But Da Vinci, like, the, 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 it's just fascinating how he actually really didn't even paint that much. The Mona Lisa. He spent 16 years. It was the last painting he ever did mm. for no reason at all. They don't know why. It was just a. It was just like if you were like, "Hey, can you paint a picture of my wife?" And I yeah. got commission. And I spent 16 years on it. And they're like, "Why?" Like <laughs> he just. And they're like, and that, and there's so many. What are the hidden messages inside the Mona Lisa? Did we write that V? Did we? There's did a we lot. See that? Yeah, that was. Do you all know over. any of them? No, but it's funny. So this actually kind of goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning, which is like consciousness and expansion and all that stuff. Is I do think that there are like special people that are tapped into something. I don't know what it is, but they, they just can operate. And it's not necessarily only artists. I think Steph Curry is honestly this as well, where it feels like you ever watch him play basketball and he's hot and it seems like complete flow state shit. Yeah. Like he looks almost like he's on air going right. back and forth and his motions are so fluid that you like can't believe it. And he looks like fucking Tesla harnessing yeah. electricity. Yeah. It's like that ability to go into like full complete zen meditative mode can only be done by a select few group of people. I agree. And I think Da Vinci probably had that as and well. And I think Steph Curry has autism. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. Steph Curry has autism. Um, yeah. Da Vinci slept 20 minutes every four nights. Um, some people claim he invented the bicycle. Um, no, that was Lance Armstrong. Um, <laughs> that was one nut Lance. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, he used a scientific method while inve- when inve- what is a scientific method again? Is that's that like, like the hypo- process of elimination? Yeah, it's yeah. like a hypothesis, uh, proof, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Um, the Mona Lisa is also called the La Gioconda, which means the laughing one. Um, so, so, um, oh, I didn't know this actually. Leonardo da Vinci was famous, very famous for his paintings while he was still alive. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and they, they say the inventor that he was, was insane. Like he invented, he invented, um, uh, like the the first models of an airplane, a helicopter. Dude, the helicopter, like the hell, the, the, I think the model of the, the helicopter, I believe was invented Mm -hmm. after they found his drawings like 300 years later yeah. they found his drawing somewhere and i think because dude he had, he had like a sick he and he knew like about like pressure and like how to like make um like pressure like he understood like pressure if you put a lot of force what what is it diving suit right? he understood gravity gravity and all of that stuff before people under- yeah. yeah how did you understand that the i mean parachute Look at all these things. He yeah, the parachute, wow. the ornithopter. Do you which know? It, do you know what it's similar to? Also, ancient Egyptians is yeah. how their their pyramids were so tapped into the the math of the universe, and how it's like basically graded off of the stars, and certain like light hits the fucking pyramids at perfect, and it goes down, and you could get like cable or something inside of one of the sarcophagus. I had a friend. We were in Montauk. This was two weeks ago, and he's he's big in the conspiracy. He goes, "Do you know why the Egyptians were so good?" at pyramids and making pyramids and why ancient people, why you can't figure out why they were so good at these things because they all walked around barefoot. They were grounded into the earth. That's what he said. He said they were all great. He was like, it's literally like if you're not walking around barefoot, you're not, it's like a cell phone not being charged. He goes, they were just charged. I was like, the ant, the There's a lot of people that believe that. Wrong answer is the reason <laughs> they made the pyramids is because they were barefoot. That couldn't be a worse answer. <laughs> Well, we've read it on the show that in the South for years, there was a worm going at people's feet. That's why people were slower there. Really? Yeah. No shit. I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can bring it up. That's wild. Just a worm going into their feet. Because they were barefoot. I think there's also something to say about people's minds being able to explore weird thoughts when they're not bogged down with television and like phone shit. I, see, I thought about that too. I was like, we're such a distracted society that maybe it simply was... They figured out the cosmos and all that because they were looking at the sky all yeah. day. Like, we're not looking at that ever. We're not. What is that? This is the worm. That's, How a worm gave the sound. That a, looks like a flashlight. I was going to say, yeah, that literally <laughs> looks like Mike Cannon's flashlight. That couldn't look more like a vaginal opening. Yeah, that is, <laughs> yeah, that is labia majora. The South. Um, yeah, well, so there you go. That's why the South had slaves, the worms huh. in their feet. Well, it does say the worm would go on your foot and then make you lazy and slow. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, nectar americanus. <laughs> the amount of jokes that I omit just yeah. passed up on in that moment. I was like, good for you, Mike. Good for you, Look Mike. Look at this. Better known today. Look, it says blood-sucking parasites. Better known today as Democrats. <laughs> Where are you going to be? Where can people see you? Uh, I have a new special out, actually. It's a crowd work special while I was on edibles. Uh, 150 milligrams, if you're asking. No, I don't think that's a tremendous amount. It's just a lot for me. I'm not a, I'm a pussy. I'm all that. Whatever. It's just me fielding questions from anonymous <laughs> internet people. Uh, it's called Mike Cannon's Huge Mistake, youtube.com slash Mike Cannon Comedy. Uh, Pimp took some of the pictures. It was just a super fun night. That's, uh, that's what I'm promoting. And I'll be all over the road. I'm in Texas. Uh, next week, I'm Dallas. 
Austin, Fort Worth. Then I'm doing Florida. I'm doing Fort Lauderdale, Orlando. I'm in Greensboro, North Carolina, San Diego, LA. I'm all over the map. And uh, yeah, MikeCanComedy.com. Fucking love it. Go and here's the scenario, the pod. That's it. Here's the scenario. Go check it out. Brendan Saglow and Mike Feeney. <laughs> uh, the real worm. <laughs> all right go check out mikey love you guys and we got new merch we got oh yeah merch. we got new merch christycomedy.com we got new merch the shows at san francisco we will be bring, we will be bringing the fog shirts the free opening gay shirts yes. san francisco september 8th to the 10th it's almost sold out go see what tickets you can get uh london is sold out dublin is sold out thank you guys so much still tickets available for minneapolis october 1st we still got tickets available for uh madison wisconsin and tickets available for uh milwaukee Chicago theaters almost also almost sold out. You get nice. seats in the back. So go to christycomedy.com for Tiki Wikis. Belfast, October 11th, still tickets left. Go check it out. We will be adding shows, I think, in the UK. Um, if I can get over it, it depends on my mindset. <laughs> if I want to have a UK mindset or a USA, go fucking get it mindset. Uh, but either way, I, I will smell crack with Hunter Biden. <laughs>